Welcome to the Inspired Living Podcast Show, my friends. I'm ready. Are you ready? It's time to turn up the dial on your inspiration, your happiness, your fulfillment, and your confidence. It's time to rise up, my friends. If you want to experience more freedom and passion and live fully alive, have more fun, and squeeze every ounce out of life's possibilities, then it's time to take the leap and join your host, Shelly Marenka. Welcome to the Inspired Living Podcast Show. Hello, my dearest friends. Welcome to a new series that I'm going to create in this new year of Inspired Living Life and Love. Like, and there's everything in between that, right? Inspired Living life itself, and love. Like what's more powerful than all of those put together? And tonight I want to talk about learning from adversity. There's so much to be said about this particular topic. And I first want to say that unfortunately I have so much to say about it. And at the same time, I want to say fortunately I have so much to say about it. And when we get into the topic today, Um, I'll actually talk about that, the feelings that we can have about adversity. We can resist it and say, oh my God, why is this happening to me? Or we can look at it from a different set of eyes and say, what is this for? How am I supposed to respond to this situation? And let's face it, everybody in life goes through adversity, right? And the also common theme through that is, We often think we're going through it alone. Like no one else has ever experienced what we're feeling. No one can actually understand how we feel and the impact that it has on us. And the truth of the matter is, is that adversity brings along with it very many common denominations. And it can be from pain and suffering to acceptance to embracing it to resistance, to acknowledgement. So we're going to talk about all those things. And by the time that we are finished, hopefully you will have a new perspective on adversity that will help you the next time that you are confronted with something that either takes you to your knees And then that's also a great time to begin praying. As long as you're down there, you might as well. And then there's other levels of adversity that don't feel so bad. Like what comes up for me right now is grief and sorrow from the loss of someone that you dearly loved. That's adversity at its best, at its worst, at its greatest, at its lowest, at its highest. I mean, that's adversity. Adversity can go from extremes from one to 10. A simple adversity might be a breakup of a three-month relationship and you thought that they were the one, right? Adversity might be that you got fired from a job, but hey, it may not be that bad because you hated the job anyway. So I mean, adversity looks different for all of us. And the common denominator is that it always comes with emotional pain, right? It comes with having to face a challenge and ask ourselves, what's next? It comes with the opportunity and the offer to own our own mistakes and take responsibility for the adversity that has happened. 
And like life is not free of any setbacks or limitations or challenges. And that's kind of cool because otherwise life could totally be boring. If we're not growing and we're not learning and we're not seeking the opportunity that comes in front of us, then we're dying. And let's face it there too. We're all dying, right? We came into this world and we started dying as soon as we came into this world. Nobody's going to get out alive. And so in between life and death are a lot of things and adversity is one of them. It's part of the human experience that actually brings us more gifts than we could imagine. Than having our life be in flow and alignment all the time. Where things are always working out for us in order perfectly, in the way that we planned it. I mean, yeah, that sounds really nice to me right now at this point. And I imagine it might too be to you over the last two years, you know, for everything that we've gone through, right? It's like, but here's the gem. Here's the gem. That adversity can lead to triumph. Adversity can lead to Remarkable changes in character, in strength, in the ability to overcome, in the ability for that setback to be a comeback for you to be even more powerful the second time around because it opens up opportunities for our growth. And unfortunately, many people miss the powerful lessons that can show up that comes along with challenges and setbacks. And mistakes that we make. And if we're too prideful to take a look at the situation. To see. Ooh, how can I be responsible for this? How can I be accountable to this? That's really where the lessons lie. And they can be very powerful. So in an effort to avoid the pain or to gloss over the experience. Many people don't give them the opportunity And take the time to really understand what life in this present moment is trying to show us. Like, what is this for? Instead of asking why, which can be a very disempowering question when it comes to adversity. Because you may not be able to answer that. And these are the questions that I have that I throw in the do not answer file. I have a file where it's like, do not answer. There's no answers right now. There may not be answers until the end of time when I present myself into the universe as a soul and out of this planet. I don't know. But I imagine you have questions that you'd like to ask and you've asked yourself in the past that have been disempowering because you've not been able to come up with an answer. And so let's just put those in the do not, do not know file and let's move forward in a way that we can actually empower ourselves through the adversity that comes in our life. And Maya Angelou, one of my favorite poets and philosophers ever, once said, you may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are, what you can rise from, and how you can still come out of it, right? I mean, that's... Powerful. Another quote I want to read to you is from Haruki Murakami. 
And once the storm is over, you won't remember how you made it through, how you managed to survive. You won't even be sure whether the storm is really over. But one thing is certain, when you come out of the storm, you will not be the same person who walked in. And that's what the storm's all about. And that, my friend, is a very powerful lesson in and of itself. And I think it's really important that we accept the mistakes that we've made, if that's what's caused the adversity to happen in our lives, and at the same time, accept them, but don't beat ourselves up over it, right? Um, It doesn't say anything about you except that you tried and that you failed. And it doesn't have anything to do with your self-worth or your power or your skills or your value. Making mistakes is part of life as well as adversity is. And life is unfair. I think if I was to be taught um, something very early in life that would have been valuable through my whole life is that life is not fair. And I don't even know where we came up with that idea, but I think I grew up with that idea that it's like life is supposed to be fair. But no one ever said that life was supposed to be fair. And the thing is, is that when life serves us lemons, we really want to see how we can sweeten this up a little bit. So we really want to face the challenges. We don't want to shove it under the rug, not feel what we're supposed to be feeling or learning from it. Because at some point, you guys... Adversity is going to come again, and you may even be hit with the same mistake from before if we can't learn from the initial stage of the physical and mental and even spiritual challenge that an adversity can bring to us, right? Life is really messy. I used to say um, something that, you know, it, it, it's hard to get started, and then it gets really messy in the middle. But in the end, everything works out exactly the way that it's supposed to be. And I think the greatest skills can be learned when it's messy in the middle, right? We, we want to clean up the mess. And at the same time, we don't want to control the circumstances. That's part of the mistake sometimes in adversity is that we're trying to control life so hard and we want it to work out in particular ways And when it doesn't, then we even fall further because we feel even further out of control, right? So you want to ask yourself what you feel about the challenge or adversity that you're facing and maybe come up with some words that can explain the emotions about how you're feeling or energetically, how is your body feeling? And when we have contrast from the adversity and how we really wanted life to turn out to be in between if we if we identify the contrast then we can learn how we can become better through that adversity and one of the simple things to give an example is like well you know i thought this person was the one well Okay, why was this person the one? Ask yourself that. And then ask yourself why you're so broken. 
about the fact that it's not working out? And can you embrace the thought that even though we thought it was the one, if we go deeper, we might realize that we were fantasizing about things that weren't really true. And that the fact is, is that if this person really was the one, then he or she will be the one and you will work through it. But we want to release our expectations and we want to be able to embrace what's happening because that's where we'll be able to learn. If we resist, then what we resist persists and the mistake or the suffering or the setback will come again and we'll keep being hit upside the head until we learn the lesson, right? So it's really important also to know that you're not alone. When we are in a season of adversity, and yes, I say season because sometimes they can be a season. When our hearts are broken, that can be a long season. When grief binds you by the knees, ties you and throws you down, it's really hard to get up. It takes some time. But it's also really important that as isolating as it may feel, know that you're not alone. And I don't mean that other people will know exactly how you feel because no one can ever know exactly how you feel, my friend. But what they can help you with is just being by your side so you know that you're not physically alone and that the challenge that you're facing can feel so overwhelming and take up all your energy. But it's important to know that we are being loved and held in our adversity and that we are not alone. And that maybe even in this process, you might find someone who has experienced something very similar. And although your feelings will be different, there will be this beautiful connection where you can relate. Like I was just uh, informed uh, the other day that a friend of mine who lost a loved one, her partner, he died. And they were both very young. Um, And she's in her 30s. And I heard that she just met someone else whose partner also died. And so like, what are the chances of that, right? But our vibration attracts who we are and who we're becoming and what we're calling in and what we're asking for and what we're needing. And I thought, what a beautiful gift for two people to find love or companionship or friendship in a similar um, experience where neither one of them will know exactly how each other feels, but how wonderful to be able to be seen and heard in that space. It feels really amazing. It feels really amazing, right? And maybe you've experienced that. Maybe you've had um, a situation in your life where it was so hard for you to accept it and you were in denial and you were suffering for a really long time and you had a story that no one could understand you and that you were alone well this kind of perspective can be changed to empower you to help you grow from it right when we go through it and grow through it then we learn from it and so it's one day at a time my friends It's one day at a time. 
It's really important that we observe what we are experiencing and that we accept it. Because again, if we're resisting it, then it's going to hang around. And if we're resisting it, we're pushing against something that wants to be seen. And if we're resisting it, then we can't accept it. And acceptance doesn't mean that you have to agree with it. Acceptance creates a space for allowing. And when you allow yourself to feel it, then you can heal it. Right? So once we've accepted adversity, it's really important that we're able to like unravel it and unpack it with intention and look for the lessons that are trying to be taught to us. Because every adversity has something there that's trying to show us that we can grow from this experience in some unique way and build our character, build our beliefs, maybe even change our beliefs, reroute our neural pathways for greater growth and create a new story. If we continue to revel in the past and overthink and ruminate with the thoughts in the past, that's going to entrench us into living in the past and not being able to overcome the challenge in front of us. And so it can continue to be gut-wrenching. And is that what we really want? Or is it an experience that you want to have that will make you feel better, know better, so that you can do better? So it's so important, though, that in this season, we need to approach this resistance with a little willingness, with acceptance, with compassion and sensitivity. Not to make ourselves wrong in any way. We can look back and go, oh yeah, there, yep, there was a red flag or, oh, yep, I should have listened to that or maybe I should have made this decision. Should have, could have, would have, don't serve us, right? So let's move from that kind of thinking to a new perspective of acceptance and embrace yourself and breathe and take a moment. Let me read you something here that is from Joseph Campbell. We're in a, re- we're in a free fall into future. We don't know where we're going. Things are changing so fast. And always, when you're going through a long tunnel, Anxiety comes along and all you have to do to transform your hell into a paradise is to turn your fall into a voluntary act. It's a very interesting shift of perspective and that's all it is. Joyful participation in the sorrows and everything changes. There's a lot in that, right? And there's no greater mind control than the control one has over its own mind. So what I'm saying here is that, Joseph Campbell, that's a beautiful perspective on taking what life has dealt us that hasn't felt good. Maybe that has been so powerfully and demonstratively broken us in so many ways that we're finding a difficult time on how to get back up but in those steps every step of the way 
Every rung on the ladder has a gift to offer you. If you can work at being peace and asking yourself questions that will help you build yourself back up and get back in control of your life and perhaps even enjoy the experience or at the very least grow through the experience. And some of the ways that we can have control over our destiny is by asking ourselves some of these questions. For example, ask yourself, why do I view this as a challenge, right? Like we could have a different perspective on something, on anything and on everything, you know? Why is it in particular a challenge? Is there a different way that you can look at it with a different set of eyes that can say, well, yeah, this is a challenge, but it's not necessarily a bad challenge. This is actually a good challenge because of X, Y, Z. Maybe it's getting you out of your comfort zone. Maybe it's helping you think differently. Maybe it's helping you question a belief that you had that's no longer serving you. And then you can ask yourself, what led me to this place? Another question you can ask was, what was my, intuit, my intuition or my gut telling me before and after this experience? Maybe you had a little voice telling you in its own quiet way that it was time to turn left or course correct and you didn't listen. It's always good to revisit and ask ourselves, was my intuition talking to me? Was my gut telling me something else? And I thought, oh, that must have just been some other voice, right? Ask yourself, what does this experience tell me about what I should do differently in the future? And there, my friends, is the golden gem. There is the golden key. When we can learn from our experience on how we can move forward and into the future by doing something differently, that's beautiful. That's helpful that's empowering, and you're moving towards success. And who can you reach out to in your life to give you feedback or help you support, you know, give you support through this? Is it a coach that you want to have that you've been putting off for a long time? Call me. Let's talk. Is it a therapist that someone recommended to you that thought might be helpful? Or is it a friend where you can just pick up the phone and you know you're going to be seen and you're going to be heard without being given any advice unless you ask? So when you consider these questions, it's really important to ask yourself honestly, how do these questions apply to me and what is the truth? And I think it's really important to journal because... There's a way that that pen moves on paper that our thoughts don't in our minds and our truth really becomes revealed as we put pen to paper and we ask ourselves these questions and we go inward to listen to our intuition to give us some guidance through the adversity that we are feeling. Yeah? Though I have fallen, I will rise. Though I sit in the darkness, the Lord will be my light. Micah 7, 8. When we fall forward, he is there. When we rise up, 
he has lifted us. When we design our path, he makes our first steps known. So let's be curious and dig deeper into our own questions to help us not only come up with great answers for our future, but also to help process the adversity because with adversity becomes pain, uh, comes pain and sorrow and sadness or regret or feelings that aren't going to help us, that disempower us, like regret and self-doubt, condemnation, those sort of things. So remember to be compassionate to yourself. And this may be the time to relinquish self-control in your life because the thing is, is that really life is for living. It's not for controlling. And we get the best results when we allow life to flow organically and be aligned with our truest desires and our core values. And if your truest desires aren't written down yet on a piece of paper, I encourage you to do that. Come up with three. And then when you get those three, align those truest desires with your core values. How do you want to feel when you're in the process of fulfilling those desires for yourself? So for example, if you have a desire to, I'm trying to break this down to simplicity. If you have a desire that you want to grow more in 2022, right? Like the number one thing you want to do is you want to grow. And you don't really know how you want to grow or what tools and skills you want to help you level up and grow and become more. So you can break that down. You could break that down. Well, I want to grow in my personal life by getting a coach who can challenge me to step up to the dreams and desires I have. Or I want to grow more in my spiritual life. And I don't know how to go about that yet. So I'm going to find myself a spiritual mentor. Those are a couple examples. Maybe you want to grow in your career. And there's some tools that you need to learn. Some skills you need to develop. And so ask yourself, where do I need to go to find these tools and skills? Do I need to go to a book? Do I need, again, to get a coach or a mentor? Oftentimes, doing life alone does not serve us. I highly encourage you to consider getting a mentor because uh, when two or more come together, magic happens, right? And maybe you're in a place right now where, like, I want to ask you, have you ever been in a place where you're somewhere between giving up and seeing how much more that you can take? I encourage you, if you're in that place right now, that you reach out to someone who can help you and give you some guidance. Because your search to see what is on the inside for you for growth, to get through your adversity and get more out of life than what you're experiencing now 
so you can live fully alive is the best thing that you can do. It can look like a long journey of soul seeking and spiritual awakening, which can bring you so many gifts. And what you seek is seeking you. Rumi said that. What you seek is seeking you. If you have big hopes and dreams and you want to rise from the ashes and you are being guided to do the inner work so that your healing can happen for good and you can experience the truth in your life of what is calling you in so that you can fulfill it, I encourage you to not play small any longer but choose to play big. Choose to play big in your life, right? True empowerment is loving who you are despite your imperfections. And my friends, we all have imperfections. We all have imperfections. And we all go through things in life that are challenging us, setting us back. But those setbacks really are setting us up for a comeback. And so that's what I have for you today, my friends. I hope that you've learned something from my share today. And I hope that you know that your heart is your superpower to greatness. And when we tap into our hearts and we move out of our heads and line ourselves up with our intuition and our guidance and respond to our situations instead of reacting, that we can learn and grow and become so much more. This is Shelly Marenko with Inspired Living, and I love you guys so much. Trust in the magic of new beginnings, and always remember how wildly capable you are. Lots of love. Talk to you later. Oh, and push the button to check out the recent episode before this one. Or peruse all of the episodes on Inspired Living with Shelly Marenka and see what resonates with you best. Lots of love. And that's your inspiration for today, my friends. So, all right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Are you inspired now? Are you motivated to move? Are you fired up to take action? If you loved it, make sure you do me a favor and go out on social media somewhere and share this episode, post it somewhere, add a hashtag on Instagram and share what you loved about this episode. And remember to hit subscribe and hit that little bell button so you don't miss a thing. And also, I'd like you to join us in the Vibe Tribe. So just go to smarenka.com and you'll be included in all the latest updates on how to live an inspired life of freedom, happiness, and empowerment. Thank you so much, my friends, for listening. I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Inspired Living Podcast Show with Shelly Marenka. And remember, be extraordinary, follow your heart, and love yourself more, my friends.